Section 13 of Marty and a Voyage Thither, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by James K. White. Marty and a Voyage Thither, Volume 2. By Herman Melville. Chapters 61 through 65. Chapter 61. They round the stormy cape of capes. Long leagues, for weary days, we voyaged along that coast, till we came to regions where we multiplied our mantles. The sky grew overcast. Each a night, black storm clouds swept the wintry sea. And like Sahara caravans, which leave their sandy wakes, so thick and fleet, slanted the scud behind. Through all this rack and mist, Ten thousand foam-flake dromedary humps uprose. Deep among those panting, moaning fugitives, the three canoes raced on. And now the air grew nipping cold. The clouds shut off their fleeces, a snow hillock each canoe, our beards white-frosted. And so, as seated in our shrouds, we sailed in among great mountain passes of icicles from icy ledges scaring shivering seals and white bears musical with icicles jingling from their shaggy ermine far and near in towering ridges stretched the glassy andes with their own frost shuddering through all their domes and pinnacles ice splinters rattled down the cliffs and seethed into the sea broad away in amphitheaters undermined by currents whole cities of ice-towers in crashes toward one centre fell in their earthquakes lisbon and lima never saw the like churned and broken in the boiling tide they swept off amain over and over rolling like porpoises to vessels tranced in calms bringing down the gale at last rounding an antlered headland that seemed a moose at bay ere long we launched upon blue lake-like waters serene as windermere or horicon thus from the boisterous storms of youth we glide upon senility but as we northward voyaged another aspect wore the sea in far-off endless vistas colonnades of water-spouts were seen all heaven's dome upholding on their shafts and bright forms gliding up and down within so at loose in his strange vision jacob saw the angels a boundless cave of stalactites it seemed the cloud-borne vapors downward spiraling till they met the whirlpool column from the sea then uniting over the waters stalked like ghosts of gods or midway sundered down sullen sunk the watery half and far up into heaven was drawn the vapory as at death we mortals part in twain our earthy half still here abiding but our spirits flying whence they came in good time we gained the thither side of great colombo of the south and sailing on long waited for the day and wondered at the darkness what steadfast clouds cried yumi yonder far aloft that ridge with many points it fades below but shows a faint white crest not clouds, but mountains, said Babalanja. The vast spine that traverses Columbo, spurring off in ribs, 
that nestle loamy valleys veined with silver streams and silver oars it was a long embattled line of pinnacles and high posted in the east those thousand bucklered peaks stood forth and breasted back the dawn before their purple bastions bold aurora long arrayed her spears and clashed her golden shells the summons dies away but now her lancers charge the steep and gain its crest aglow their glittering spears and blazoned shields triumphant in the morn but ere that sight we glided on for hours in twilight when on those mountains farther side the hunters must have been abroad morning glories all astir chapter sixty two they encounter gold hunters now northward coasting along columbo's western shore whence came the same wild forest sounds as from the eastern and where we landed not to seek among those wrangling tribes after many many days we spied prow after prow before the wind all northward bound sails widespread and paddles plying scaring the fish from before them their inmates answered not our earnest hail but as they sped with frantic glee in one long chorus thus they sang we rovers bold to the land of gold over bowling billows are gliding eager to toil for the golden spoil and every hardship biding see see before our prows resistless dashes the gold fish fly in golden flashes neath a sun of gold we rovers bold on the golden land are gaining and every night we steer aright by golden stars unwaning all fires burn a golden glare no locks so bright as golden hair all orange groves have golden gushings all mornings dawn with golden flushings in a shower of gold say fables old a maiden was won by the god of gold in golden goblets wine is beaming on golden couches kings are dreaming the golden rule dries many tears the golden number rules the spheres gold gold it is that sways the nations gold gold the center of all rotations on golden axles worlds are turning with phosphorescence seas are burning all fireflies flame with golden gleamings gold hunters hearts with golden dreamings with golden arrows kings are slain with gold we'll buy a freeman's name in toilsome trades for scanty earnings at home we've slaved with stifled yearnings no light no hope oh heavy woe when nights fled fast and days dragged slow but joyful now with eager eye fast to the promised land we fly where in deep mines the treasure shines or down in beds of golden streams the gold flakes glance in golden gleams how we long to sift that yellow drift rivers rivers cease your going sandbars rise and stay the tide till we've gained the golden flowing and in the golden haven ride quick quick my lord cried yumi let us follow them and from the golden waters where she lies our yila may emerge 
No, no, said Babalanja, no Yila there. From yonder promised land fewer seekers will return than go. Under a gilded guise happiness is still their instinctive aim. But vain, Yumi, to snatch at happiness. Of that we may not pluck and eat. It is the fruit of our own toilsome planting. Slow it grows, nourished by many teats, and all our earnest tendings. Yet ere it ripen, frosts may nip, and then we plant again, and yet again. Deep, Yumi, deep, true treasure lies, deeper than all Marty's gold, rooted to Marty's axis. But unlike gold, it lurks in every soil, all Marty over. With golden pills and potions is sickness warded off, the shrunken veins of age dilated with new wine of youth. Will gold the heartache cure, turn toward us hearts estranged? Will gold on solid centers empires fix? Tis toil world wasted to toil in mines. Were all the isle's gold globes set in a quicksilver sea, all Marty were then a desert. Gold is the only poverty, of all glittering ills the direst. And that man might not impoverish himself thereby, Oro hath hidden it with all other banes, saltpetre and explosives, deep in mountain bowels and river-beds. But man still will mine for it, and mining dig his doom. Yumi, Yumi, she we seek lurks not in the golden hills. Lo, a vision, cried Yumi, his hands wildly passed across his eyes. A vast and silent bay, belted by silent villages, gaunt dogs howling over grassy thresholds at stark corpses of old age and infancy, gray hairs mingling with sweet flaxen curls, fields with turned furrows choked with briars, arbor floors strewn over with hatchet-helves rotting in the iron, a thousand paths marked with footprints all inland leading, none villageward, and strewn with traces as of a flying host, on, over forest hill and dale, and lo, the golden region, after the glittering spoil by strange river margins, and beneath impending cliffs, thousands delve in quicksands, and, sudden, sink in graves of their own making, with gold dust mingling their own ashes. Still deeper, in more solid ground, other thousands slave, and pile their earth so high, they gasp for air, and die their comrades mounting on them, and delving still, and dying, grave-pile on grave. Here one haggard hunter murders another in his pit, and murdering himself is murdered by a third. Shrieks and groans, cries and curses, it seems a golden hell. With many camels a sleek stranger comes, pauses before the shining heaps, and shows his treasures, yams and breadfruit. Give, give, the famished hunters cry, a thousand shekels for a yam, a prince's ransom for a meal. O stranger, on our knees we worship thee. Take, take our gold, but let us live. Yams are thrown them, and they fight. Then he who toiled not, dug not, slaved not, straight loads his caravans with gold regains the beach, and swift embarks for home. Home. 
home the hunters cry with bursting eyes with this bright gold could we but join our waiting wives who wring their hands on distant shores all then were well but we cannot fly our prows lie rotting on the beach ah home thou only happiness better thy silver earnings than all these golden findings oh bitter end to all our hopes we die in golden graves chapter sixty three they seek through the isles of palms and pass the isles of myrrh now our prows we turned due west across the blue lagoon soon no land appeared far as the eye could sweep one azure plain all over flaked with foamy fleeces a boundless flock upon a boundless mead again all changed like stars in multitude bright islets multiplied around emerald green they dotted shapes fantastic circles arcs and crescents atolls all or curl carcanets begemmed and flashing in the sun by these we glided group after group and through the foliage spied sweet forms of maidens like eves in edens ere the fall or proserpines in ennas artless airs came from the shore and from the censer swinging roses a bloom as if from hebe's cheek here at last we find sweet yila murmured yumi here must she lurk in innocence quick let us land and search if here said babalanja yila will not stay our coming but fly before us through the groves wherever a canoe is beached see you not the palm-tree pine not so where never keel yet smote the strand in mercy let us fly from hence i know not why but our breath here must prove a blight these regions passed we came to savage islands where the glittering coral seemed bones embedded bleaching in the sun savage men stood naked on the strand and brandished uncouth clubs and gnashed their teeth like boars the full red moon was rising and in long review there passed before it phantom shapes of victims led bound to altars through the groves death rattles filled the air but a cloud descended and all was gloom again blank water spread before us and after many days there came a gentle breeze fraught with all spicy breathings cinnamon aromas and in the rose-flushed evening air like glow-worms glowed the islets where this incense burned sweet isles of myrrh o crimson groves cried yumi woe woe's your fate your brightness and your bloom like musky fireflies double lure to death on ye the nations prey like bears that gorge themselves with honey swan-like our prows sailed in among these isles and oft we landed but in vain and leaving them we still pursued the setting sun chapter sixty four concentric inward with marty's reef they leave their wake around the world west 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 whitherward point hope and prophet fingers whitherward at sunset kneel all worshippers of fire whitherward in mid-ocean the great whales turn to die 
Whitherward face all the Muslim dead in Persia. Whitherward lie heaven and hell. West, west. Whitherward mankind and empires, flocks, caravans, armies, navies, worlds, suns, and stars all wind. West, west, O boundless boundary, eternal goal. Whitherward rush, in thousand worlds, ten thousand thousand keels, beacon by which the universe is steered, like the North Star, attracting all needles, unattainable forever, but forever leading to great things this side thyself, hive of all sunsets, Gabriel's pinions may not overtake thee. Over balmy waves still westward sailing, from dawn till eve the bright, bright days sped on, chased by the gloomy nights, and in glory dying lent their luster to the starry skies. So long the radiant dolphins fly before the sable sharks but seized, and torn in flames die burning, their last splendor left in sparkling scales that float along the sea. Cymbals, drums, and psalteries, the air beats like a pulse with music. High land, high land, and moving lights and painted lanterns. What grand shore is this? Reverence we render thee, old Orienda, cried Medea, with bared brow. Original of all empires and emperors, a crowned king salutes thee. Marty's fatherland, cried Mohi, grandsire of the nations, hail! All hail, cried Yumi, kings and sages hither coming should come like palmers, scrip and staff. O Orienda, thou wert our east, where first dawns song and science with Marty's primal mornings. But now how changed, the dawn of light become a darkness which we kindle with the gleam of spears. On the world's ancestral hearth we spill our brother's blood. Herein, said Babalanja, have many distant tribes proved parasitical. In times gone by, Luciana hither sent her prom, Franco her scores of captains, and the dykemen their peddler hosts, with yardstick spears. But thou, O Bello, lord of the empire lineage, Noah of the moderns, sire of the long line of nations yet in germ, thou, Bello, and thy locust armies, are the present curse of Orienda. Down ancient streams, from holy plains, in rafts, thy murdered float. The pestilence that thins thy armies here is bred of corpses made by thee. Marama's priests, thy pious heralds, loud proclaim that of all pagans, Orienda's most resist the truth. Ay, vain all pious voices that speak from clouds of war. The march of conquest through wild provinces may be the march of mind, but not the march of love. Thou, Bello, cried Yumi, wouldest wrest the crook from Alma's hand, and place in it a spear. But vain to make a conqueror of him who put off the purple when he came to Marty, and declining gilded mitres entered the nations meekly on an ass. O oh, curse of commerce, cried Babalanja that it barters souls for gold. Bello, with opium thou wouldst drug this land, and murder it in sleep. 
and what boot thy conquests here? Seed sown by spears but seldom springs, and harvests reaped thereby are poisoned by the sickle's edge. Yet on and on we coasted, counting not the days. O oh, folds and flocks of nations, dusky tribes innumerable, cried Yumi, camped on plains and steppes, on thousand mountains, worshipping the stars in thousand valleys, offering up first fruits till all the forests seem in flames. Where, in fire, the widow's spirit mounts to meet her lord. O oh, Orienda, in thee tis vain to seek our Yila. How dark as death the night, said Mohi, shaking the dew from his braids. The heavens blaze not here with stars, as over Dominora's land, and broad Vivenza. One only constellation was beheld, but every star was brilliant as the one that promises the morning. That constellation was the Crux Australis, the badge and type of Alma. And now southwest we steered, till another island vast was reached. Hamora, far trending toward the Antarctic Pole. Coasting on by barbarous beaches, where painted men with spears charged on all attempts to land, at length we rounded a mighty bluff, lit by a beacon, and heard a bugle call. Bellows, hurrying to their quarters the world end's garrison. Here the sea rolled high in mountain surges, mid which we toiled and strained, as if ascending cliffs of Caucasus. But not long thus. As when from howling Roetian heights the traveller spies green Lombardy below, and downward rushes toward that pleasant plain, so sloping from long rolling swells at last we launched upon the calm lagoon. But as we northward sailed, once more the storm-trump blew, and charger-like the seas ran mustering to the call. And in battalions crouched before a towering rock far distant from the main. No moon eclipsed in Egypt's skies looked half so lone. But from out that darkness on the loftiest peak Bellows' standard waved. O oh, rifled tomb, cried Babalanja, wherein lay the Mars and Moloch of our times, whose constellated crown was gemmed with diadems. Thou god of war, who didst seem the devouring beast of the apocalypse, casting so vast a shadow over Marty, that yet it lingers in old Frankel's vale, where still they started thy tremendous ghost, and late have hailed a phantom king, almighty hero's spell, that after the lapse of half a century can so bewitch all hearts, but one drop of hero-blood will deify a fool. Franco, thou wouldst be free, yet thy free homage is to the buried ashes of a king. Thy first choice the exultation of his race. In furious fires thou burnst Ludwig's throne, and over thy new-made chieftain's portal, in golden letters, princed, the palace of our lord. In thy new dispensation thou cleavest to the exploded law, and on freedom's altar, ah, I fear, still may slay thy hecatombs. But freedom turns away, she is sick with burnt blood of offerings. Other rituals she loves, and like Oro, unseen herself, would be worshipped only by invisibles. Of long-drawn cavalcades, pompous processions, frenzied banners, mystic music, 
marching nations she will none oh may thy peaceful future franco sanctify thy bloody past let not history say to her old gods she turned again this rocky islet passed the sea went down once more we neared hamora's western shore in the deep darkness here and there its margin was lit up by foam-white breaking billows rolled over from vivenza's strand and down from northward dominora marking places where light was breaking in upon the interior's jungle gloom in heavy sighs the night winds from shore came over us ah vain to seek sweet yila here cried yumi poor land cursed of man not oro how thou faintest for thy children torn from thy soil to till a stranger's vivenza did these winds not spend their plaints ere reaching thee thy every veil would echo them o tribe of hamo thy cup of woe so brims that soon it must overflow upon the land which holds ye thralls no misery born of crime but spreads and poisons wide suffering hunteth sin as the gaunt hound the hare and tears it in the greenest breaks still on we sailed and after many tranquil days and nights a storm came down and burst its thousand bombs the lightnings forked and flashed the waters boiled our three prows lifted themselves in supplication but the billows smote them as they reared said babalanja bowing to the blast thus o vivenza retribution works though long delayed it comes at last judgment with all her bolts now a current seized us and like three darts our keels sped eastward through a narrow strait far in upon a smooth expanse an inland ocean without a throb on our left porfido's southwest point a mighty rock long tiers of galleries within deck on deck and flagstaffs like an admiral's masts a line of battleship all purple stone and anchored in the sea here bellows lion crouched and through a thousand portholes eyed the world on our right hamora's northern shore gleamed thick with crescents numerous as the crosses along the opposing strand how vain to say that progress is the test of truth my lord said babalanja when after many centuries those crescents yet unwaning shine and count a devotee for every worshipper of yonder crosses truth and merit have other symbols than success and in this mortal race all competitors may enter and the field is clear for all side by side lies run with truths and fools with wise but like geometric lines though they pierce infinity never may they join over that tideless sea we sailed and landed right and landed left but the maiden never found till at last we gained the water's limit and inland saw great pointed masses crowned with halos granite continents cried babalanja that seem created like the planets not built with human hands lo landmarks upon whose flanks time leaves its traces like old tide-rips of diluvian seas as after wandering round and round some purple dell deep in a boundless prairie's heart the baffled hunter plunges in 
then, despairing, turns once more to gain the open plain. Even so we seekers now curved round our keels, and from that inland sea emerged, the universe again before us, our quest as wide. Chapter 65 Sailing On Morning dawned upon the same mild blue lagoon as erst, and all the lands that we had passed since leaving Pico's shore of spears were faded from the sight. Part and parcel of the Mardian Isles, they formed a cluster by themselves, like the Pleiades that shine in Taurus and are eclipsed by the red splendor of his fiery eye and the thick clusterings of the constellations round. And as in Orion, to some old king astronomer, say, king of Rigel or Betelgeuse, this earth's four quarters show but four points afar. So seem they to terrestrial eyes that broadly sweep the spheres. And as the sun, by influence divine, wheels through the ecliptic, threading Cancer, Leo, Pisces, and Aquarius, so by some mystic impulse am I moved to this fleet progress through the groups in white-reefed Marty's zone. O oh, reader, list! I've chartless voyaged. With compass and the lead, we had not found these Mardian Isles. Those who boldly launch, cast off all cables, and turning from the common breeze that's fair for all, with their own breath fill their own sails. Hug the shore, naught new is seen. And land ho! at last was sung, when a new world was sought. That voyager steered his bark through seas untracked before, ploughed his own path mid-jeers, though with a heart that oft was heavy with the thought that he might only be too bold and grope where land was none. So I. And though a saying but a sportive sail, I was driven from my course by a blast resistless, and ill-provided, young, and bowed to the brunt of things before my prime, still fly before the gale. Hard have I striven to keep stout heart. And if it harder be than e'er before to find new climes, when now our seas have oft been circled by ten thousand prows, much more the glory. But this new world here sought is stranger far than his, who stretched his vans from Palos. It is the world of mind, wherein the wanderer may gaze round, with more of wonder than Balboa's band roving through the golden Aztec glades. But fiery yearnings their own phantom future make, and deem it present. So, if after all these fearful fainting trances the verdict be the golden haven was not gained, yet in bold quest thereof better to sink in boundless deeps than float on vulgar shoals, and give me, ye gods, an utter wreck, if wreck I do. End of section 13. Recording by James K. White. Chula Vista.